0: Hey Kevin! What's up Paige? The Breakfast Blend.
1: Welcome to The Drip.
0: We are, man, yeah. super excited to give you some fresh ground Ooh, truth. Okay, okay. Pour it over your life and see how it tastes. <laughs> <laughs> Discipleship, mm-hmm. man, is so fun to do in community and is something that mm-hmm. is, I feel like, a little challenging when yeah. we take it back home. And Truth. Seriously. Yeah. The... The cool thing is that discipleship is still founded on the same principles, whether we are together or with our families, Mm -hmm. on humility, hunger, and honor. Yeah,
1: the three H's.
0: Yeah. Can you tell us a bit about humility? Absolutely.
1: Yeah, the first thing is that humility is not about you. Mm -hmm. That's the big takeaway. And if we're talking specifically about going home, that your parents, uh, whoever it is that raised you, they are the people that changed your diapers. They they have dirt on you. They literally have dirt on you. And uh, it's not even talking about going home, yes, but even in our community, our context, whenever classes are in session, your roommates, the people you live life with, they know you, and they know you so well. And walking in humility is walking softly, not looking for like what's wrong and telling people the way things should be because that's not cool, nor is it kind. And if we look at it biblically, uh, in 1 Corinthians 8, verse 2, it says, anyone who claims to know all the answers doesn't really know very much. So (laughs) thank you, Paul, for that. Yeah. Yeah. And thinking about this, there's this really awesome quote by our friend G.D. Watson. And in part of this quote, there's one sentence, and it says this, and I love it. He says that the Lord may keep you hidden in obscurity because he wants to produce some choice, fragrant fruit for his coming glory that can only be produced in the shade. And when I read that part where it says that this fragrant fruit may only be able to be produced in the shade, I think of like serving in the shadows. Yeah. So going home and taking out the trash when you're not asked or washing yeah. the dishes and yeah. doing that because I actually sent a text to my mother. Uh, preparing to kind of talk about this and asked her if like years ago about, it was roughly about five or so when I came home and really was trying to walk with the Lord like Mm -hmm. what visible differences did she see and she gave me uh, two things and the first one was a a literal change in maturity Mm -hmm. that I, like I said, I was washing my dishes I took out the trash um, I asked to do laundry and they're like, what are you doing? (laughs) (laughs) It's uh, it's weird to them and then the second one was that like every morning I was reading my Bible in front of them, like while they were making breakfast or something. And it was to, you know, talk about Lord of the Rings. I was having like first breakfast before second breakfast, you know? Awesome. So
0: I love that. Yeah, that's so good. Humility leaves its impact for mm-hmm. sure. And hunger, I love that you were already addressing it. Hunger does ignite hunger in us. Absolutely, yes. I, That is how actually like, I started walking with Jesus was not you, was not because um, I knew some things mm-hmm. about him but because I saw what someone else's knowledge meant to their spirit like they knew the same things that I knew but they were satisfied by it deeply mm-hmm. which is kind of foreign right yeah. like that can yeah. that can feel like maybe you're an alien if mm-hmm. if you have this relationship that's so yeah. rich that it it fills you up and everyone else around you is like What? Yeah. That's so (laughs) true. Yeah, you probably feel a little bit like Moses, like um, in Exodus, where when he spent time with God, Mm -hmm. his face literally shone. Mm -hmm. And it was so creepy to people that he had to wear a veil.
1: (laughs) Yeah, he he really did.
0: Yeah. I am grateful for the New Testament, though, because it shows us how we should be living in that relationship constantly. Yes. And through revelation, uh, the revelation of God and his nature through Jesus and his life, like we get to have that same Moses experience That's as if serious. we were communing yeah. with God face to face. And so Second Corinthians chapter three gives us a little bit of a a little bit of guidance on that, like how we can walk. And it says here in verse twelve, Since we have such a hope, we are very bold. Not like Moses, Mm -hmm. who would put a veil over his face so that the Israelites might not gaze on the outcome of what was being brought to an end. Can you believe that? Like That is the outcome of what God is doing in us right now, Mm -hmm. that we would have faces that shine with his glory. And so we don't have to hide our faces. Mm -hmm. It says here um, in 16, but when one turns to the Lord, the veil is removed. Now the Lord is the Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Mm -hmm. And we all, with unveiled face, beholding the glory of the Lord, are being transformed into the same image, from one degree of glory to another. So it's so awesome, where the Spirit of the Lord is, residing in His temple, Mm -hmm. (laughs) our bodies. There's freedom. So there's freedom to commune with him. There's freedom to enjoy him. There's freedom to be kind of foreign (laughs) um, to people so that we can produce a hunger in them. So so that God's glory can show on their faces too. And practically.
1: Yeah, what does it look like practically?
0: Yeah, practically I think it's exactly what your mom saw. Taking our Bible, taking that abiding Mm -hmm. time out into the public. Um, taking our thoughts out of our head and onto our onto our tongues, yeah. that we would share what Jesus is doing in us, mm-hmm. and He can do it through us.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it made me think of uh, Winky Pratney a little bit. He talks about uh, yes. you could give a great example because you're a mother and you have children, and Levi specifically is a baby.
0: Yeah,
1: you know what I'm talking about.
0: Oh yeah, thank yeah. you. Yeah, uh, Winky Pratney says that healthy things grow and specifically with babies if a baby is not crying out for Mm -hmm. for milk then it's either sick or dying or dead yeah um and with levi it's true man (laughs) like clockwork Mm -hmm. he is he is constantly hungry and that is how we should be as as baby christians Mm -hmm. as children of god is constantly crying out hungering for the pure spiritual milk of the word that's so
1: good yeah. That's awesome. Thanks for reminding me of that. Yeah. And the third one is going to be honor and specifically we, we want to talk about restoring our heroes. Yeah. For when we go home it's so easy to spot what's wrong. Like you don't have to have a psych degree to look and be like man mom you might be a little less grouchy if you're reading your bible. <laughs> you know like throw like throw something out like that. It's like Man, don't don't do that. First of all, don't do that one. Yeah. But whether you're in a community of believers or maybe your family aren't believers, whatever the situation may be, our words are powerful. Yeah. And so being able to not say like, Oh, this is wrong, this is what it should be kinda like when I was talking about humility, we also need to operate in honor and our words are so powerful. We can clothe people in either rags or riches. So what what are you doing? You know, yeah. to really self like analyze like what what are you doing and we have to be able to see what's right and honor what is right our parents were once our heroes I remember I used to look up to my mother and my father very much as a kid and as I got older that changed and they they long I feel like to to be our heroes again and I believe we can restore some of that honor by thanking them for what they've done Uh, whoever it is that has raised you you probably wouldn't be where you were if it wasn't for them clothing you and providing and all these other things. Yeah. And I even did some research to look into this more, that if you're getting an undergraduate college degree, you are in the top 6.7% of the most educated people in the world. Dang. So you can go and thank them for your education yeah. for helping you get to this point because that's pretty dang high, 6.7% in the whole world. world. Yeah. That's it's kind of nuts <laughs> to really think about. <laughs> But uh, also, going back into Scripture, 1 Corinthians 12, like, verses 12 to, like, 31 is all incredible. You should go read it. (laughs) But just looking at some of those verses, it starts off with talking about how the human body has many parts, but collectively they all make one individual body. And then later on in this chapter there's an example of how the eye can't say to the hand i don't need you or how the the head can't say to the foot i don't need you it shows how the body is connected how important it is individually or in even in a community it shows how honor and being just so honest and loving and speaking truth about others has that power yeah does that make sense
0: yeah that's really good <laughs> kind of reminds me um, oh, of a time I when... I know what you're going to say. <laughs> yeah. Nick uh, loves to preach on honor and
1: he at does our
0: winter conference.
1: Shout out to Salt.
0: Yeah. He actually called you out.
1: He did. I Can went to his session. Yeah. So yeah. this was a few years ago. Nick was teaching on honor. And in every one of his sessions, he, he called someone out to, to honor and he's giving an example. First of all, he's like, hey, you don't know this person, right? And the majority of the room didn't, and I was that person. And he goes, if I just started lying to you and told you all these things that are not true about him. And Lynn was much younger, and I think he used her as an example. He goes, well, actually, I saw Kevin push her over, steal her candy bar, and I call her some really bad names. You, you guys know how big of a jerk he is? And, of course, everyone's laughing because I didn't do that. But then he – I know. Thank you. I didn't do that. But – uh <laughs> I do like candy, though. But anyways, <laughs> he then proceeds to honor the, the mess out of me. Like, oh, my goodness. I was a little embarrassed as I was like, oh, man, Nick thinks that highly of me. And he ended everything he said with, in all seriousness, if you don't know Kevin throughout this conference, if you see him, stop and talk to him. It would be worth your time. <laughs> and there's, like, two more days left of that SALT conference. And no joke, at least the five people— Stop me like in the elevator or in the hall at lunch, whatever we're doing. You're like, hey, wait, you were in Nick's honor session. You're Kevin, right? I'm like, hey, what's up? I don't know you. And I met a bunch of people from different campuses, and it was sweet because it was honor lived out in action.
0: Yeah, that's so cool. Yeah, can just imagine what that would be like um, in our homes if we practice that regularly. Yeah, man, discipleship we know has impacted us so much, and. Mm And you too, uh, who are watching, and I'm just thinking that as we take these principles, that discipleship is really founded on humility, Yeah, it's not about you. Yeah, Yeah. hunger, (laughs) it ignites more hunger and honor.
1: Yeah, restore our heroes. Yeah,
0: Yeah. as we practice these, then we will start seeing our homes and the atmosphere of our homes reflect that of heaven. Absolutely. So let's do it.
1: Let's do it. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you, Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be good. We love you guys. Hope you're having a great break.